0: What is this shit? (laughs) Turn it up! Better be, let's go, Padres. Close.
1: Do do you know that song at all? No joke. What that's from? No clue. That's from in my house, if you watch the Major League Baseball channel. Yeah. That's all that plays at the top of every hour.
0: Is that MLB? Yeah, yeah, an MLB? I don't get M L B network where you, I am. You
1: don't? No. Uh, it's two thirteen on Direct TV, but yeah. in my house it is on oh, twenty out of twenty four hours. You know by what? My overrated kids. network.
0: You don't like it really? Yeah, overrated. Oh, what do you boy. what do you have on there? You I have t- intentional talk. I don't yeah. watch that. No. Brian Kenny, like Brian Kenny, takes himself way too serious. Yeah. Um I hate Brian Kenny because he it, the numbers just drowned you. Yeah, too much.
1: Yeah. Um I can't stand Harold Reynolds. I think Harold Reynolds is one of the worst baseball guys ever. I agree. So what what do you have? They don't they it's, don't really do anything. I'm a Kelly Nash person. I just like the highlights of
0: all the games. To go
1: through the highlights of every well, sure. single game when everybody scored all the way through, and f- for me as a baseball fan that likes highlights, that, that's all I need. But
0: that that channel could be so much better. It could be better.
1: I agree with you on that. You know, it's funny. I don't know how it works as far as classic games go. Yeah, they don't show enough of that shit. They'll go through like all, all star day. games all of a sudden of throwing like seventy four through seventy eight, yeah. and then all of a sudden
0: you don't see anything again. They should do it. Uh, Really funny, because you can find them on YouTube. Yeah. Like, you can find complete games. And they should do, like, just... should just do every day, should be a different team. And you could probably find... Think about channels, HBO does it and others. Uh, I'm thinking of, like, Discovery Channel, where they run, like, three shows, and then they they run one, two, three, and then they cycle them back one, two, three. Just every day, if you did a different team... And you had three great games. I mean, like the Padres, they should play the full Padre Braves fight game. That's awesome. That would be fun. Right? Yeah. Just play that. And then then just play different games like that. It would be much better than, God, enough with the (laughs) debate shows. (laughs) When you were a kid, did
1: you used to, like, get the blank VHS tapes, throw them into your VCR, Mm -hmm. and then tape games that you thought, oh, this is going to be a great game? Like, I used to tape every Super Bowl and – like I had the Padre Braves
0: fight. Yeah, I did tape that that game. Well, the funny one was here. This thing sounds like it's tinging like crazy. I don't. Know, you always say that. I think it's your headphones are shit. Um, I think you had them too. They're long. from Sony. I don't know why you're racist.
1: I hate Japanese. <laughs> I have no
0: idea.
1: Um, came from, but okay. I just think you had them for 20 years.
0: It's probably time the, to get a new pair. Uh, we had San Diego Sports Network. Yeah, and you'd have to pay seven bucks. It was pay per view. So that's how you would determine it. Ted and Jerry would do play by play. Uh no 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 I'm sorry ten Bob Chandler would do play by play okay and you would have to uh pay seven bucks so you would have to determine right then who's the pitching matchup you know uh wh- whoever the fuck it would be Doug Drabeck <laughs> against uh, Andy Hawkins and you were like do I like this matchup enough to shake out seven bucks yeah and then at the time you go yeah. And then a month later, you're like, why the hell is my cable bill $42 no more than it should be? Well, I bought six of these shitty games. Yeah. But really fun. So, yeah, that was good. It's, it's kind of
1: funny. When I was cleaning out my garage and trying to decide what do I keep, I realized I had a shitload of games on VHS. That I have a
0: bunch of hockey fight tapes on VHS.
1: Have you thrown those out? I have not. I threw all mine out. Just like, what the fuck am I doing? Just like you said a second ago, you can get all that stuff on YouTube. The funniest thing is you look at some yeah. of these commercials and going, yeah. check out this 1986 Mazda. And you're looking at this car, and you're like, I want to buy that
0: piece of shit, 1986. No, it sucked. (laughs) I have, yeah, I have a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah. I have the Super Bowls I was at. So, like, 30, 32, whatever the other numbers were. Um, I have a few things like that. And one thing I have on VHS, which is, like, my favorite thing, it's from the 90, either 90... It must be the ninety five season. Yeah. It's a VHS tape. We were three years away from starting this show and it's me introducing every highlight from Padre Radio and cussing and <laughs> like it's so it was only me and Kevin Finnerty. Yeah. We just did it. But I had a highlight sheet at the end that we kept on VHS, time code the whole thing. In case they rallied and won. 42 straight games and won the division yeah. we would have had every highlight we were just sitting there me and finn would do it every night in the studio and i hung on to that and i love that but it's on vhs there you go um but i don't know yeah i mean can i uh, could you even buy a vhs player no, anymore i don't know
1: i have like i have a couple dvrs like sitting around this garage like three just or regular four of them. dvr yeah no i don't have a dvr I've been hooked up in my house but i have a bunch of them yeah. like on the shelves in this garage I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do with them. I do have a a VHS player somewhere. But you have a Blu-ray player? And so, no, except for my kid's uh, PlayStation. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's it. That's it. Honestly, I've never seen anything on Blu-ray in my life. Really? Yeah, ever. Man, we went to Best Buy today. so fun going through there. But Best Buy is such a scam because at my old house, we have a 4K Sony 60-inch TV. Really, really nice. Yeah. But even the TV that I just bought is an LG 50-inch 4K TV. But I mean, you go you go into um, Best Buy and walk around, and you're like, I have that TV. <laughs> Picture doesn't look like that. Well, that's ultra 4K. I'm like, yeah. Well, where the fuck do I get that? Yeah. Well, you have to be here and be watching this six-minute uh, video of the flower fields that we have on a loop. <laughs> Because they don't broadcast the NBA in ultra 4K. Well,
2: why the hell did I buy it? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's too damn funny. Like uh, Sprint. Yeah. Sprint had 4G, and then they're like, well, we don't have 4G in San Diego. We have it in Jupiter, Florida. If you're going there, (laughs) well, no, I'm not. But um, same thing. But yeah. yeah. But your TV right now, I can run everything through my TV, through my LG TV. Um, I have Showtime on there. And, like, you can run Netflix through there. I started to watch the Stern thing. Do you have Netflix? I do have Netflix. Stern and Letterman. Finally, it's on. It's on and now. Okay, I got to see it. Yeah, I started playing it last night. And then right in the middle, I've never had this happen to me on Netflix. It said we're unable to play this title right now. It was really
1: weird. Like, oh, my that's... Netflix
0: shut down. You paying the bill? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> But um, yeah, you can run everything through yeah. your TV. That's, That's why it. you walk through to uh, you walk through and you look at DVDs yeah. or Blu-rays. You're like, uh, nothing, nothing you,
1: you want. No, it's funny. You're kind of dating ourselves. but remember, you'd go to the store and you'd rent movies. Okay, and I know that people still you know rent movies. I worked movies. there. I worked at yeah, Warehouse. Uh, exactly. So was there is was there a movie that you owned that you go, man? Every time someone gets topless or something, you can't even see it because I rewound it so many fucking times.
0: I didn't no. I didn't have. I didn't have
1: anything like that. I had. I had two of them that come to mind. Risky business. Okay. okay. Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. And you. Could, you couldn't even see it. Anytime you, for a second they show her boob for a second. You, you can't see yeah. shit. And as shitty as this movie was, it was zapped with Heather Thomas and Scott
0: Baio. No and man. And you
1: can't see Jack squat. And then you find out later on it wasn't even Heather Thomas. It was a body double.
0: Yeah, body double. Damn it. I no, I didn't have either one. The one. Um. I'm shocked you didn't say it was Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah. Well, that one I do have. yeah. But, you know, it's funny about that, and you and I know where that, that mall where that was filmed. That's Claremont High. Yeah. Which is a minute and a half from where I'm living right now. But you can't find that book. Like, anybody... Like, you would think that that book would be huge. Yeah. And I don't know... Like, I guess I could just Google it, but I don't know what the original body of work was was it did they do the movie based on Cameron crow was writing for rolling stone at that time did he just only do that for Rolling stone or did he write a book as well i don't know one of those you're gonna have to google it's so it for funny sure. when you go by claremont high yeah. right there and you're like fuck that's that's ridgemont high yeah. man that's pretty cool that's
1: what it is. it is that's awesome that's pretty good i haven't talked to you all weekend long you yeah, you had, kind of had a crazy wow. weekend
0: yeah friday night was big and friday night was big because of this audience And Friday, it started about 4 o'clock. And I was kind of wrapping up what I was doing. And I was looking at Twitter. There was a bunch of Padre shit going on. And I got... um, I saw a reaction to something that Mickey Coke had written. And so I went to see what Mickey had written. And I didn't even find that. Instead, what I found... Was a tweet that Mick wrote to Yeti. Yeah. Our guy Yeti. And I'm paraphrasing, but it basically said, you know, don't do this. Hang in there. You can beat this. Like something kind of cool, but it, it caught my attention. Like, whoa. And so. At that point, I lost track of what I'd gone to check Mick's page for, but. I sent a direct message to Yeti, and I said, are you doing okay? And he said no. Straight out said no. Straight out said no. Wow. And um, I looked. He has a GoFundMe page that's up. Talked about some things that were going on. He's had some health issues, and, and it was affecting him mentally. And so he and I started a conversation just via direct message yeah. and he he was in bad shape. He was in bad shape. So I made a small little donation on his GoFundMe. And then I just took one of the messages that he had written and retweeted it out and said, um, our buddy Yeti here needs some help. And I said, if you could send him support And say hello to them and tell them you're thinking about it, it would mean a lot. And a lot of people did, including Vera, who I thought was so great because Vera just said, if you need a friend, I'm here to talk to you. Yeah. And I thought that was really nice. So now 5.30 comes. I have to go meet people at a happy hour. I'm at the belly up. There's a band playing and it's loud and I'm on this thing. And he's sending me messages, and um, Padres reached out to him. Kurt Pavaco reached out to him. A lot of people reached out to him, and and basically, uh, over the course of the night, we got him back on track. That's great. But I said to him, as the night was wrapping up, were you going to hurt yourself? And he said, yeah. he He was ready to hurt himself and he had been in the backyard and and crying and was in a really really bad place but a lot of people kind of had this wrong and felt like he reached out to me that was not what happened and and this is why what what I would encourage you is keep an eye on your friends and and keep an eye for telltale signs kudos to Mickey Coke yeah who who was the first guy to see it and I saw it from him and we just kind of kept the train moving, but Geekster got involved and Vera got involved and the Padres and like I said, Bavakwa and so many other people reached out and showed support. Alan Taylor sent money over and he Alan Cson yeah. was incredible. And uh, and I, I think we pulled him out of it. But depression is a nasty thing. Uh, it's why suicide awareness is one of the five charities that were benefiting on August the 1st and it was it was pretty wild but I'm I checked in on him yesterday and uh, he he's doing okay but it was great I have a friend of mine who's incredibly gullible and she uh, she checked in because I told her the story yeah and she said hey how's how's he doing? I said, oh my God, it's the craziest thing. It's a tragic ending. And she said, What happened? And I said, Well, he was really, really feeling good about himself. And so he decided to go for a swim in the ocean. And I said, he went down to La Jolla Cove and he went in and everything was going well. And all of a sudden he came in the path of a bunch of killer octopuses. <laughs> And I said, 72 of them ate him like he was corn on the cob. And she writes me back, are you kidding? And I go, yes, he's fine. Do octopus eat humans? <laughs> She's like, I hate you. So I send it to him. Yeah. He got a big kick out of it. He was very, very touched by the support. Sasson stepped up. I mean, there's so many of you. I was did. really
1: impressed. It was pretty wild, man. Yeah, I, was, I didn't see it until almost 10 hours later. I didn't realize what was going on. And then when I read through it all, I mean, it was, Yeah, I hate to say it was entertaining, but it no. was It was uh, extraordinary. It was. It was Moving. Absolutely, uh, yeah, it was. Well, on your part and, and at the same time, the listeners who jumped in, yeah. I was really impressed.
0: Yeah, and we, we he's fighting a good fight. He sent me a picture of his beautiful daughter um, who appears to be about four. And said, you know, uh, she thanks you because uh she's got her daddy tonight. Yeah. So I I would just emphasize to anybody listening, he did not reach out to me. Yeah. I just um and I, I sent Mickey a message yesterday because he he needs to be mentioned in this as well. He noticed something. I went to look at a baseball thing that was going on back and forth with, with Mickey Coke and his initial reaction um kind of caught my attention and then i just yeah. started talking to him but um yeah it was, it was crazy man uh, he uh, he's a guy that uh yet he's a good man good man he's down in alabama and a big padre fan and padres reached out to him and and a lot of nice people did a lot of nice things for probably somebody they've never met in their life yeah. and and he said uh, he told me that he went from sitting in the backyard crying, where it was pretty much game over, to uh, feeling strong and confident. Cool. And so he's got some physical pain that he's working through, but, um, but he's, he's strong and he's doing it. And, and I said kudos to him for not quitting, Yeah, for, for being receptive uh, to it. So that was great. I, I also want to mention this real quick. We have an event going on on August 1st. The other day there was an incident where somebody thought they were going to be fucking cute and funny and somehow figured out a way to make it work like they were going to be Lee Sand's date. They're not. There is no special guest for Lee I don't know what this fucking guy was thinking, but in his effort to be cute and funny, he pulled a huge e-break on the money that we were raising. We were doing a really good job, and that stopped everything. So I hope that guy who will probably listen, I hope you feel really fucking good about whatever stunt you thought you were pulling. You're not getting anywhere near that fucking place. Yo, Dave an apology. You owe me an apology. Um, and you owe Lisa Ann an apology. There's nothing that fucking pisses me off more than when you're trying to do something, which we are doing every day, in and around, dragging, raking, begging, trying to get money raised for these five charities like Suicide Awareness, and somebody's going to try to infiltrate in and be really fucking cute and really funny, people got pissed off. And even if she had said, hey, yeah, I'll bring you, well, he's the kind of guy that would be on her elbow all night. Nobody wants to fucking talk to you. Nobody wants to fucking talk to you at that event. One of the things that's cool about it is that you can meet Lisa Ann. I'm not going to be on her elbow all night. Dave's not going to be on her elbow. You can talk to her. Hang out. That's part of it. So if you had thought about making a donation and stopped because you thought Dum Dum was going to be, he's not. And I will tell him if he's listening, you're gone. Don't fucking think about showing up. Fuck you for what you did. Because in your effort to be cute and funny, where we were going at about a grand every couple of days, it put a huge e-break on our effort. And now we have to start over and try to get that momentum back yeah. up. So maybe a little less focus on yourself. And, and by the way, I checked. I didn't see any fucking money from you in the GoFundMe page. So he could put $25,000 in there. He's not fucking coming down. So I, I fucking made me nuts. Like, just stop. That's not the the place to try to be cute or be funny. Every nickel that comes in is going out the door Yeah. to charities that are excited about what we're trying to do. This is not about you. Sorry, I know you're looking for the spotlight. It's not about you. You fucked up. And uh, God, I was fucking pissed off. So I will make really fucking clear, Lisa Ann's special guest will be all of you that have already contributed to the cause and anybody contributing to the cause other than that fucking yeah. guy. Moving forward. Jesus Christ, what a dick. What a fucking dick move. What a fucking douche. I don't know who's a bigger douche. That guy or fucking Gennaro. (laughs) I'm not going to explain that part. Uh, Gennaro? What fucking happened to Gennaro? What happened to that guy? What a fucking dipshit he turned out to be. I I don't know. I thought having a connection
1: to Lisa Sand was like one of the coolest things ever. Well, we'll get to that in a yeah. second. I, well, which direction are you going? Because right now I, I cannot figure out him. I can't figure out the whole thing about the Lee Sand
0: thing. Because in my opinion, this Lee Sand thing might be the coolest thing to happen in the show. Hang on. The thing that fucking blew up in Gennaro's face, which was great. See, here's what happened. I, I think this is why we need to give John a break. Because he's a good egg. But now he's working at home. And you know what happens to guys who work at home. They go fucking loco. Yeah, they go stir crazy. Especially when they got a new baby. So they start fucking talking like morons. That's what Johnny did last week. He turned into a fucking moron. He's a good egg. This fucking idiot starts coaching people on the art of a podcast. Like he's fucking Marconi all of a sudden. (laughs) Marconi, a podcast. And, uh... I'm sitting here looking at this dick going, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? A podcast is exactly what every one of you do, and it's why it's great. H.J. Preller has done, I've heard four of them. He's never had the levels on it, right, one time. Never once. (laughs) Fucks it up every time, and I laugh every time, and I think it's great because you, you power through it and enjoy two guys talking about Padre baseball. Yeah. Marver and... Uh, and HJ kept faith. Fuck. Uh, John wrote his tweet and talked about being prepared and doing all this shit. And then I was like, okay, well, let me hear the one he did with Craig, which I always like. And you hear somebody fucking rapid fire on the keyboard, bang, 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 bang. I'm like, this is the most annoying podcast I've ever heard, you little shit. But the great thing was. He uh, he tried to, like he's had a podcast for Bleacher Report, yeah. which is great. It pays your bills. Good good on you. But come down out of the ivory tower, okay? Come on down. Come on down off the cross there, big shot. We need the wood. Exactly right. Okay? <laughs> so this fucking guy. And, and, and as soon as he said it, and then he and Craig, fucking Elston on Twitter is so great. Because Craig will try to have a civilized conversation. on. Oh, th- that's not happening. <laughs> that's like going to the shittiest dive bar that you can find at 1.30 on a Tuesday afternoon and trying to talk to those guys about the ability of the shift. Yes. Just stop. I'm like, Craig, just stop. You're killing yourself. Craig tries to keep it highbrow and everybody, fuck off. <laughs> so I'm done. Oh, But fucking Gennaro, because he's had a podcast for Bleach Report, all of a sudden he's got advice for everybody. With his banging keyboards and planes and birds like they're at fucking Augusta. (laughs) Like this cocksucker, he has got some balls on him. And people just beat the shit. (laughs) Woods beat the shit out of him. And now everybody is Lord. Yes, everyone is Lord
1: in front of their name now. That's
0: all a shot at Gennaro. Poor John's like, God damn it. Yeah. He did his, uh, it was his Jerry Maguire
1: move. it was. It was. It was a Jerry Maguire move. Thought he was the
0: smartest guy on the planet. And he just got, I'm like, dude, do not go into the swarm of bees. You're going to get hurt. (laughs) Uh, But just take it easy on Johnny. He's a good egg. By the way, in that group. He's a good egg. That's funny. Happy birthday to our friend Dave Dodd. Uh, Dave Dodd's birthday today. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, happy birthday to him. But here's the other thing on Gennaro. Why Gennaro's okay. a fucking dipshit. Go ahead. You go from good guy to dipshit. Go ahead. Well, he's a dipshit, but I still like him. Don't you have dipshits in your group? Oh, oh dude, I'm surrounded by dipshits. What's that mean? <laughs> it's all of us. What do you want me to say? Well,
1: he's the king of them, right? Yes. John Gennaro... <laughs> God has determined. I think you hit it right on the head, though. As you he said, he's stirred crazy. He's at yeah, home. Yeah, he
0: lost. His this shit. is one of
1: those things where he did the Jerry Maguire moment, and then he's going to look back at it and go, "What the fuck was I doing?" Yeah, uh, stupid.
0: Right. He's sitting there listening in his car, saying, "I'm an idiot." <laughs> I'm an idiot. Well, he did that before they had the baby. Uh, John has determined that uh, you know booking porn stars is disgusting. Yeah, it's beneath him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid asshole. Yeah, it's a $12 billion industry, dumb shit. Yeah. Makes well, as much as the NFL. Yeah, we didn't. Look, you could go on any one of these websites, which I'm sure anybody who works at home with a baby's probably done. Yeah. Not naming names. And you could type in all kinds of weird shit, right? Lisa Ann coming down here is not Miss Amputee Porn of 20 uh 2003. Yeah. Okay? She's not the hottest midget porn star in the world. You pussy.
2: <laughs> I was just like this guy has lost his shit. Yes.
0: there's no way John Gennaro of a year ago says this yes what happened to him he's down there watching Mary Poppins every day he's lost his shit and that fucking Steve Woods that do nothing sack of shit so busy recording and then they do a podcast oh how how great was this John and Steve say and, and then Woods the dick that he is says hey I'm just doing this I don't get paid for it why yeah then why would he do it why are you sitting there yeah. talking to Janeiro yeah. for an hour? Red Light Woods. Yeah, you talked to John for eight minutes. I can't
1: figure out who needs more airtime between these three. Is Let me hear it. Steve Woods, Kevin Hart, or Stephen A. Smith?
0: <laughs> oh shit! It's Woods by a mile. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But I'm like, this guy, this guy lost his fucking mind. Oh, uh, so
2: I go, what's your fucking problem? I have a daughter. Oh shit. <laughs> Shut up, you
1: pussy. So does Bill Cosby. No, what? I'm just saying.
0: So does Trump. Exactly. <laughs> I was just like, I just said, shut up, you asshole. <laughs> get some sleep and get out and get some fresh air. Walk around the block.
1: Hire a sitter. Get your shit together. Hire a sitter. He needs Marlon Brando to smack him in the face.
0: You can act like a man. Well, that's Craig's job. <laughs> Craig let him down, too. <laughs> but I was like, I was dying. As soon as John walked down that path, you were like, this, Johnny, don't. Johnny, don't.
2: <laughs> Johnny.
0: Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand what he's going through, right? You understand what he's going through, what Woods is going yeah. through. We've been there. And, I, and I, I hate to tell it to Steve or John, either one of them, but I'm like, fuck, dude, I had two of them at the time. And it's not the topper thing. Yeah. But I just look back, I'm like, oh dude, I remember it all. When you get home and your wife's just like, here's here's the baby. Yeah. Like you haven't been doing shit for five <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah. Right? Uh, here's the baby. Have fun. Do your thing. So uh yeah, they both of those guys Woods is doing ten thousand fucking podcasts oh just because his son's colicky. Yeah. They want to sit there and listen to that kid scream all the time because you're like, I'm going to throw this kid over the fence, and
1: all the things I guarantee he thought of as far as being a new dad. Oh shit, that man. was one of those things he didn't think in for a second. Going, so I'm challenging. Be a father. Man. I father. both a- guys. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't think straight now. If John's daughter is, you know, 25 and she's uh, surgeon general and incredibly <laughs> successful, yes. based because John's mother, the mother of John's baby, is fantastic um and johnny's still upset about booking all right well that's fine i still like john but um but i'll question his you know his manhood yeah come on john well i'll tell you what john we'll make a promise
1: to you right now we promise to keep your daughter off the pole okay all of us a group effort that's what we'll do as an audience you're better than that me
0: yeah oh i don't
1: think i am better we
0: don't we don't bring family in jesus
1: He brought family into it, brought his daughter into our conversation or our podcast,
0: and obviously we don't do very well. Jesus, John. You're better than that, Gennaro. You're verified on Twitter.
2: Why is he verified? Who wants to be him? Are you the
1: one that said it to me or someone else said it to me? Who the hell wants to be Gennaro? It was you, right? Yes.
2: Who wants to be
1: I love him. Why does he have to be verified? He's crying right now listening to this podcast. I- Cussing and crying at the same time. He
0: knows we're right. Motherfuckers. Nobody is getting a fake ID made in Mexico saying, right, my name is John Gennaro. No one's getting late using a fake John Gennaro ID, all right? Nobody's got fake John Gennaro Bleacher Report podcast (laughs) pariah. Oh, well, come on back behind the van. My wife's going to jerk you off unless you're disgusted by that, you asshole. Why is Woods verified? Who wants to be him? <laughs> now he's not even Woods anymore. He's Lord. Well, shit. That deserves <laughs> a little respect. I stand corrected. Lord Lord Woods needs to be... Ver- <laughs> Why hasn't Gennaro been Lord Gennaro? Yeah. Oh, he is. He changed it. Yeah, everyone's okay. Lord. Everybody
1: well, we know is Lord but you and me.
0: Because we haven't been knighted in. <laughs> None of our Lord friends have looked out for us and brought us into the clan. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, speaking of clan, further apologies on behalf of John Butler for his terrible statement last week. Uh, I found that appalling. <laughs> if I talked to Al Horton today. He would like to clear something up. Okay. John Butler did indeed lay into him on a team flight, but it had nothing to do with a tie, which Horton casually says under his breath. But you're going to stick to that story for some reason. I was
2: like, that's the way I remembered it. <laughs>
0: What the hell's that supposed to mean? I don't know. I didn't like it. (laughs) Uh, He said that Butler, it was the first flight from San Diego to Arizona. Yeah. And Butler was all pissed off. It was Butler's first flight. And he said Butler was all pissed off because there were too many people on the flight. There were like 150 people. And like Horton said, he goes, dude... uh, First game of the preseason. Yeah, it's a preseason
1: game. You got a stack. We got 90 guys on the fucking team.
0: Yeah. So he said, Butler's going up and down the plane. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Who's this asshole? <laughs> so he said, he gets to uh, Horton's. <laughs> this <is> asshole? <laughs> Horton's in the middle between uh, Ted and Hank. Yeah. And they're talking and chatting the whole thing. And Butler's rampaging up and down and uh, makes his way there and points at Horton. Hey, who the hell are you? Where's your ticket? And he goes,
2: uh, yeah, fucking Hank
0: starts looking at what to do in the, in the you know, in the. uh they land in the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> Hank's looking at how to figure out how to put the life preserver on in the instance that they land in the water. What a puss. I thought Hank would jump right into Hank defend. did nothing. Wow. And neither did Ted. He's like, I'm Alan Horton. Who the
2: hell? Eddie! <laughs> John Alves with the radio network. What? What'd you say, Ed? And so, uh, <laughs> so yeah,
0: Horton said he had to sit there. And he said neither Ted nor Hank came to his defense. Oh, thanks. Neither guy.
3: Well, Alan, I, I guess I'm just giving out apologies this week. I guess I'll give out one to you too. Where was your tie? Eddie? Nobody needed a tie. Very casual. You know what, Ed? You show me up on this show again, and I'm gonna take you back behind the barn and I'm gonna give you a lashing.
0: <laughs> um Alright, I gotta I gotta mention this. Yes. So I told you about the event on August the first. Yes. The Chargers have stepped up and are sending stuff down for a donation. Now, here it comes, right? Ah. <laughs> Look, if you, if you don't like them, don't bid on it. Yeah, it's simple, that simple. Enough. It's that simple. Um, but they they stepped up. They're sending stuff down. Al Horton, by the way, is working on getting something from the Timberwolves, uh, which would be amazing. JoJo Tarantino, like we said, um, we're working on getting a bunch of, and John Connor from Matt Friars, if I mentioned this last time, I'm going to mention it again because these guys are great. We're trying to get signed baseballs from some of the different prospects Would in the organization. Great. Yeah, That's what we're working on. Mark Grant and Don Orsillo are signed a baseball. I just think that's cool. And they'll have uh, different things. But there are people that are in this town that are out, going to be at that event that still cheer for the Chargers. Yeah. And especially when you look at the first NFL preview magazine that came out today that picks the Chargers to win the AFC West. Um, I would just say this. This is really not about um, anything else than raising money for charity. And somebody there that night is still going to be a Charger fan. I don't know what the item is going to be, but if it makes 50 bucks and that's more money that's going out the door, then, then there it goes. Absolutely. Um I also want to thank Mike Grace and the San Diego Seals who stepped up, reached out to me the other day. Mike used to work for the Padres and the Seals, the new pro lacrosse team said, Hey, we heard what you're doing and we'd love to be involved. And I said, That would be amazing. Yeah. So, San Diego Seals are putting together a package. Derek Dawson, of course, knew it. San Diego Gulls stepped right up, signed stick, jersey. Um, the Gulls have stepped up. Yeah. You know, we told you the Padres have stepped up like we knew they would. Um, it's just awesome. And we're very, very excited. Uh, I will post the GoFundMe page again tomorrow. 25 bucks gets you in the door. 300 bucks gets you to the special event coming up at Cali Comfort later in the summer. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Hey, I want to thank the people over at Superior Fins
1: Company. Daniel Tyler doing a great job. Again, he's been in San Diego, guys, since 2005.
0: My God,
3: Eddie, Kenny May looks 10,000 years old. Is he <laughs> dead, too? <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't forget if you're in need of a fence there's only one guy to call it's the guys over at superior fence company daniel Tyler's your guy going strong in north county especially above the 56 but look here's the deal he will go all over san Diego county to help you out residential or commercial superior fence company will do the job superior fence company also does the work on track homes and also hoa work free estimates what else wow. can we ask for they also work saturdays Look, if you're in the need for a fence, there's only one person to call. And we aren't talking just fences. We're talking about the iron gates, everything that makes your house look that much better. It's easy. All you have to do is give Daniel Tyler a call. He is your guy. SD S- Superior Fence on Twitter. It's SD Superior Fence on Twitter. Also, you can find them online, saniegaspirifence.com. A plus rating with the BBB. You know you're in good hands. You're going to get great product right there. But Daniel's been doing a fantastic job. Here's the number 760 745 4846. 760
0: 745 4846. Buddy mine was saying, he goes, uh, not bad here. You don't have it. We didn't have it in La Mesa at all. Our neighbors in La Mesa were great. But my buddy in north county is like dude i want san diego superior fence just because i hate my neighbors <laughs> can they build like a 40-foot yeah. tall like phil collins house sure yeah. <laughs> daniel will do that build a big 40-foot fence around the place yeah no i i think it's great and but the thing is too dave it's uh it's right you protect yeah. your stuff but they look so nice too man when you look at what daniel's got going for san diego superior fence and you really do. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, we, there's so many different reasons why you would want to make sure that you have the right fence around your property. Give them a call. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Here,
1: here's something that's kind of interesting. Speaking of fences, my wife yesterday was at a baby shower. Okay. Okay. While they're at the baby shower and the, the the soon mother-to-be was sitting there opening up gifts, she looks out the back window and there's a baby, there's a toddler drowning in the pool. Oh, my God. While everyone's in the living room, someone lost track of their kid. She immediately throws down the gift, and the mother-to-be jumped in the pool saved save the toddler from drowning. Whoa! That's why you need a fence. Here's the deal. You know the number yeah. one death of children under the age of five is drownings? Yeah. And that's why you need a fence. And I'm telling you what, Terrible. We, when, when you talk about that situation right there— you need a fence. I'm telling you, Alan Taylor, who Jeff just yeah. mentioned, has been great, will tell you the same thing. Alan Taylor, Absolutely. Taylor made pools. One of the things Alan will tell you about safety. He'll say, look, it's great. You yep. have the perfect pool in your backyard, and he does a great job as well. 20 years in San Diego, but talking about two guys that probably could work together for a long time. Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools, new construction on commercial, residential, you name it, full remodel. Alan's your guy. We're happy to be working with Alan, and again, he stepped up in a time of need when one of our listeners needed it. Sure did. Last week. Here's Alan's number, 619-449-4452. You can find him on Twitter, at Pools at Pools. But Alan's your guy. 619 449 Get that perfect pool ready to go or fix up the pool that you have.
0: I'm, uh, I'm bummed out. that an awesome sky blue, long sleeve shirt, tailor-made pools. Yeah. I told you I've got it in white, I've got it in gray, and I have it in sky blue. I, I never see you wearing these. It frustrates me. I think I gave you a ton of them. I think I you did. took They're, my share. I, I took them all. They're great. And I I've mentioned to you that often when I'm on the street, people will stop me for basic maintenance questions about their pools, and while I know I give the wrong answer, I still... <laughs> still give an answer? Yeah, and I feel like I should be rewarded for taking time out of my day to talk to people. Yeah, And then I just say, hey, call me in the office on Monday. My name's Alan, and I'll get you covered. And then when they call, Alan will be like, well, I don't know who the hell you are, but you get all squared away. We're all fine in the end. <laughs> but uh, my sky blue shirt, fantastic. Last weekend, I'm in Temecula with my sons and reading the end of the Matt Coyle book, which was great. And I didn't realize where I was sitting. The grass was wet and it has ruined oh no one of my favorite shirts because it's all grass stain. Now I know somebody going to be like, put some OxyClean on yeah. I don't have time for yeah. OxyClean. Asshole. I'm just cutting those sleeves off like leisure fryer. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you get a shirt. You should get a tailor-made pool shirt with what he does. But um, all kidding aside, the other day he stepped up for Yeti and kicked some money over. First guy to kick money in for this event were Brian Curry and Alan Taylor. Continue to step up. And I love guys. Not only, I mean, we're so fortunate that all of our guys sponsored this show. Yeah. But when we want to go back and do things in the community, they're always there. Always there when we need them. I couldn't be more proud of the friendships that we have But, Dave, that story you just told me about the toddler freaks me out. And, yeah, talk to him uh, about that kind of stuff. Have it done. The 3D imaging will look beautiful. And uh, you may get a shirt. You may not. You may get a hat. You may not. But uh, one way or the other. And all these guys are going to be there on August 1st. I can't wait to have them there, and we can thank all of them for what they do.
1: We have a, a couple of things I want to ask you about tonight before we, uh, we, we finish everything out. But I want to ask you a little Padre baseball. Also, I do have a little F. Mary Kill. I actually, have a couple uh,
2: okay.
1: uh, listeners that have sent in their ideas of F. Mary Kill for me to ask you as well, which direction you want to go. But I want to ask you real quick about, about the Padres. I don't know how much Padre baseball you watch. I know they play the Reds the last couple series. Marlins or Reds, yeah. two of the worst teams in the National League. Um, the Padres right now are five and a half out. Okay. When you hear Padre fans say there's still a chance they can <laughs> win this division, are you like me going, God, yeah. there's just not enough starting
0: pitching? Yeah, there's not enough pitching. Yeah. But um, I have not watched any games since the game I was at on Monday. Okay. Just because it's been crazy week, a lot going on. But I will say this: the last couple of days driving around with Ted being out due to surgery. Don being out due to doing games for TBS. Agler went over and did uh, TV with Sweeney. Have you seen that fucking Sweeney says Twitter account? Yeah, I have. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, So Agler and Sweeney were doing that. And Mudd was doing play by play on radio. I know he will never talk about it. He was so good. Mudd? I was so excited for him. He did a great job. Was he doing color, or was he doing play-by-play? Play? He was doing play-by-play, play and Tony Jr. was doing... the uh, color? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I wish uh, I would have heard that. It was really good. It was, And uh, I was just stoked for Mud. Because one of the things... Funny, I brought this up. I love how they do it at KNBR. Yeah. Which you have a very good foursome with Dave Fleming, John Miller, uh, Dwayne Kuyper, and Mike Kruko. <coughs> And it would be, I think it would be cool if you change guys up now and then. If yeah. you heard Ted with mud, if you heard, you know, uh, Don go over and, and do some radio, but money gets involved, you know, guys want to be TV guys. Yeah, most That's guys where wanna you want to be. On be. Television. And, and I get that. I just, I just mean from a from a fan standpoint. Yeah. I, I don't. I respect all that, and I get it all. But is it different for you because you know everyone personally? Yeah, yeah, and they're great. Yeah, it's such a good group of broadcasters right now. I mean, maybe as strong as it's, maybe as strong of four. When you go Sillo, Mud, Ted, Jesse, right, and then you incorporate Junior in, uh, Sweeney and Pomerans yep. doing their thing. But I but when you look at the core four, boy, that's a really good strong group. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could go back to when it was Matt and Mud and Jerry and Ted. I mean, that was yeah. pretty incredible times too, sure. But I was so happy for Mud because he he went in and did it and pulled it off. He did a great job. That's
1: cool. You know, it's funny, I've never done play by play. You, my you haven't done it either, no. right? Never done color
0: commentary. I don't know what. Goes I have done it. color. I was awful. Were you really? Where did you do color on a goals game? Yeah, first thing I did was talk over a goal for uh, uh, L.O. <laughs> oh, what happened? The goal was made, and then you just ah! like- <laughs> totally <laughs> fucked it up.
1: I'm watching San Diego State and LSU on Friday. I think okay. it was. And I'm watching on TV, then I have to go somewhere. So I have to jump in the car, and I flip yeah. over, and I find Judd. And I think usually think Judd does a pretty good job, because I, I know that's what he would love to do, is play-by-play. Mm-hmm. Play. I know he's done it before for minor league teams, before he got into talk radio. And I'll usually send him a note, go, hey, I listened to you, did a good job. Well, I'm listening to him doing St. Nick's at LSU, and it, it wasn't good. First of all, I couldn't tell who was the color announcer, who was the play-by-play. Play. It almost seemed like they were switching inning to inning. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he was working with. I apologize. But I'm in the car and I'm listening, and the guy throws a pitch, and all you hear Judd say is, "Where did that miss?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know. You fucking <laughs> tell me." Was it low? Was it outside? Was it high? What? what I don't know where it missed. <laughs> and then he drops this one on me. He goes, "Hey, how far do you think? How tall do you think that tree is out there in center field?" And the guy goes, "I don't know. 60 feet." I don't think you're looking at 80. I don't know. And I'm like, "I don't know what it fucking looks like. I have no idea what you guys are talking about." It was crazy. <laughs> And Judd normally does a really good job, but I'm telling you, yeah. I was so fucking pissed because I was so into San Diego State baseball yeah. and excited that they're playing LSU, a team that was in the national championship a year ago. How and are they? to fucked compete? it up. God dang it. It wasn't the best moment. It wasn't the best moment. I was I was frustrated. Judd, I, you it, asshole. You, <laughs> so you ruined it for me, you son of a bitch. But it was it was one of those where I did not text him. and go, You are doing
0: great today. Oh boy. Do you think he uh I told you this was the go to In the UFC, I met Joe Silva, the matchmaker, and we talked about fights and he said, you know how you can always tell it's been a bad fight is if you don't see me in the octagon afterwards, then I hated it. And it was kind of a little inside thing that you started watching for. I mentioned that because do you think Judd is aware of the fact that you didn't like Joe Silva? (laughs) Joe Silva didn't (laughs) go in the octagon.
1: Did I send him a note?
0: Yeah. Do you think it was a long flight home? <laughs> it might have been a long
1: flight home. Anyway, again, I've never done it myself, so to take a shot at someone in a job, I've never walked in a shoe. The, the
0: problem is they all talk like that. Man, I'll tell you who was awful. My son and I wanted to watch SportsCenter last night. Yeah. And Beth Moens. And I understand she is a wonderful story. Did Raiders preseason, where I thought she she did Monday Night Football, and last night leading into Sports Center, she was doing the women's softball game between Florida State and Oregon. Yeah. My 10 year old son just wanted to watch Sports Center. And she was doing this and that. Really? Oh, boy. Hey, yeah.
2: You're like, fuck, come on. And, and I just say
0: that because she has an incredible resume. Come on, you're better than that. You're better than yeah. that. You've You've done it. You've done the NFL. That is the top of the mountain. But, man, last night. She sounded like somebody doing um, doing a high school game for the first time. And I, the only time I hear, I hear Judd fall into that, too. They get into that sing-song delivery. Well, here's the pitch. And you go, nobody talks, nobody like, talks that. like that. Nobody talks like that. But baseball Brad, people do it a lot.
1: Yeah, it, it's funny how that thing has not changed. I mean, baseball on the radio has been going on forever. And you're right, yeah. a lot of people fall into the sing-song move.
0: Yeah, and, and so when you look at the pitch from Clayton Ridge Ball, Where was that? (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's tough. No, I've never done that. Yeah. And that's why it goes back to why I was excited for mud. Yeah because it's a different skill set than what he's used to, and he did a really good job on it. Yeah, That's good. Not easy. That's cool. All right, before
1: we get to F. Mary Kill, I want to mention Brian Curry. Oh, Brian yeah. Curry, as Jeff says, he's been with us right from the very beginning, doing a great job selling real estate in San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's won a ton of awards. I can't say this enough. Everybody knows somebody that sells real estate. Yep. How many people actually make a living at it? And what I mean by that is word of mouth, people going back and saying, This is who I use and had a great experience. Brian Curry is as good as they get in San Diego. Full service broker, access to the best professionals in the mortgage business. Here's his number, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. You can also find him at briancurryrealestate.com.
0: Been an incredible friend again. When we have needed him to step up, he has done it. And by the way, if you buy a house with Brian right now and close by August the 1st, uh, which is not impossible to do. Um, thousand bucks is yeah. going to charity. I mean, to to what we're doing. Thousand bucks, man. I mean, just steps up over and over again. But let's bring it back to the real estate part because we've all been there, and I know friends that are going through it. And you have to have somebody you trust. You have to have somebody you can trust that can get through it. And uh, and for me doing it in whatever it'll be three months yeah i mean it couldn't be more of a shrug to me i i just i i have the utmost confidence in my friend who's a real estate agent and will listen to what i need and we will get it resolved and i just know that when i put the key in the door i'm gonna be in the right place my kids are gonna be stoked i'm gonna be stoked Uh, my collection of Shetland ponies are going to be (laughs) so, and, uh, that's why I go with Brian. I'm like, look, I need a one bedroom apartment, but I have 19 Shetland ponies. And he's like, well, I guess we're going to find one with a lot of grass. (laughs) Nothing worries him. There you go. Second phone
1: call you're going to make is going to be to Ryan Barkley, Barkley landscape, him and his dad, Scott, again, been in business for more than 35 years now is the time. Now is the time as the weather's getting really nice. You gotta call the guys over at Barkley Landscape, take care of that grass, put brand new flowers in, add some color. I tell you what you do. You take that video camera in the backyard, you videotape your flowers, and you go to your four K TV and you get that look that yeah. you have over that best box <laughs> and look at all the problems you just solved. Oh my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Ryan's number six one nine six six nine eight thousand is direct number six one nine six, six, nine, 8,000. Again, call Brian, Ryan, I should say, sorry, Ryan, Brian, and then Ryan call them and then make sure you get that free estimate. They will make sure they take care of you. Like they take care of everyone else more than 35 years. I
0: was in La Mesa tonight, uh, doing my, I voted, I voted tonight for the great Jordan bean, by the way, if you're in my district, which is kind of San Diego PB, that whole area, Yeah. Let's get Lori Zaff out of there and put my friend Jordan Bean in. Dave, you can't vote for him, but I did. I voted for Jordan tonight. And uh, really weird. Like, my wife and I, soon to be ex-wife, could not be getting along any better than we are. Good. Yeah, it's really nice. I think it's nice for my kids. And so um, we're at their basketball game yesterday, and we're kind of chatting about, hey, who are you going to vote for? And she said, well, I know these judges, and they're good. So I I called her last night and go, hey, I got my ballot. And I said, I'll come over tomorrow. So where this ties into Barkley is I'm over there today, about 3 o'clock, 3.30. We're filling out sample ballots, voting for my man Jordan Bean. And uh, I go, all right, well, I'm getting the hell out of here. So I go leave, and I start driving down the 8, and there is a cloud of dark smoke like you could not believe. And you probably saw it. We're taping this on Sunday night. You may have seen it tonight on the news. It was directly across the 8, right about Waring Road from San Diego State. An insanely big brush fire in the canyon. Homes were threatened. And it was only today, I, I remember looking down at my uh, in-car gauge, about 81. Yeah. Today, But the weather is starting to change. It's something we've said over and over. We've been spoiled by the marine layer that's been hanging, especially by the coast. But as you move inland, and I was inland a lot over the last three days, man, it is drying out. And for those homes, I have friends in Alyssa Viejo where that fire has been going on and their neighbors uh, have been evacuated. It's what I hit all the time with what Ryan does. Yes, he will come in and clean up your yard. and It'll look beautiful, the whole thing. But goddamn, make sure you talk to him. Have him come out and say, Ryan, check my area. Am I safe? Do I have enough clearance? Am I good? If not, what can I do? Because when I drove by today, and here's the weird thing. It shouldn't be. We're in San Diego. Looky-loose, just drifting over from, yeah. like, the fast lane at, like, 25 miles what an hour because they want to look. Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, sorry. I was trying to get where I was going, but. Shit! come on over and, and watch the fire but dave like you see it on the news but when you drive by like i did today and you look to your right it's 100 yards to your right yeah. and those flames are shooting 10 12 feet in the air and you go oh my god it, it, it kind of makes you nervous for all the people i hope all the people there are safe but the first thing I thought was, man, that's why you call Ryan Barkley and Barkley Landscaping to make sure you're going to be safe.
1: There you go. All right. We're going to do a little F. Mary Kill. Are you All going right. in your voice or are you going in a celebrity's voice?
0: Um, What do we have? Just three? Got three of them. You mean just a total of three, not nine, no, right? No, nine. Nine? Nine.
1: Going through, got three games of F. Mary Kill. Oh, my One God. One of them's from the, from the audience. Two of them are from
0: me. Two of them are from me. Are you playing along, too? I'll play. Of course, I'll play along. <coughs> I'm uh. Yeah, I can't do coach. Coach is married. Hell the matter with me. What are you taking me down that rabbit hole for? Um, I'll just oh, do him as John. Well, right.
3: I'll, I'll do one is John because John, is little John. <laughs> and then I'll do one as uh, Eddie. And then I'll do the third one
1: as me. Okay. <laughs> Eddie gets to play? No mayor in Poway?
2: Uh, the mayor, unfortunately, uh, could not find his bus token.
1: All right, here we go. Well, I'll do the one from the listener first, okay? All right. This is from Mark the Mailman.
2: Oh, that little.
0: (laughs) All right, let me hear
1: it. I was wondering what direction you're going. All right, Elizabeth Alvarez. Oh, shit. Lisa Remillard. This is the whole KUSI one. Okay. And Leslie Lopez.
0: Oh. Now, that one's easy for me. Oh, is it? Yeah, that one's easy for go me. Go ahead.
1: Who you th- go ahead. I want to know who you're killing, who you're throwing one to, Uh who you're marrying.
0: Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to F Leslie Lopez. I'm going to marry Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth Alvarez is the most underrated yeah. uh, anchor in San Diego. Doesn't get enough air time. I mean, KUSI bumped her off the desk. KUSI can't get anything straight over there. They don't know what they're doing. And uh, uh, Lisa Remlard? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. All right. No tribute show. So I,
1: <laughs> I kind of reversed them a little bit for you, but... Um, uh, here's the deal. Lisa Vermillard's the one that I'm killing. Okay. Yeah, just, okay. Okay, I'm with you on that one. But Elizabeth Alvarez is the one I'm screwing, um, I'm effing. Okay. And then Leslie Lopez is the one I'm marrying. It's not a bad
0: call. Yeah. I think Elizabeth Alvarez is great. Yeah.
1: There you go. All right, so here we go. Next, uh, next one up.
3: Don ready, David, I've been, uh, practicing all week. When I was over at the gym, a lot of the ladies were saying, how come you didn't throw my name out there? I said, hey, I'm not the quiz master. <laughs> But well, I will tell you what, we can maybe head on over right down the street to the Hampton Inn. They got a beautiful continental breakfast in the morning. Those little pigs in a the blanket—they're so goddamn tasty. I could eat eighty-eight of them. Dave, ever hear the names of the lucky ladies that are gonna savagely be loved by yours truly?
1: All right, this is a tough one. Okay.
3: Don't. You know what? You're always so fucking patronizing with your bullshit.
1: Here we go. Jennifer Lopez. Jessica Alba. Jessica Biel. All
3: right. What's funny is having been dead as long as I've been dead, it took me a minute to realize who these women were. Uh, Jessica Biel married Justin Timberlake.
1: Yes, that's correct.
3: She is not really uh, a very good talent evaluator. Have you ever seen that guy's
1: blonde curly hair? (laughs) That hasn't been curly in like 15 years, but okay. Well, I haven't been alive in 15 years. <laughs> That's a good point. Sorry, John. She's dead.
3: Sadly missed. Uh, Alba. You know, Alba's a cute little thing, but she's kicking out babies like she's some kind of bunny rap. <laughs> but what the hell? She sure knows what she's doing, apparently. So I'll F her, and I'll marry that. I'll I'll answer JLo's los prayers, and I'll marry that little <laughs> that little <laughs> sweet green tomato.
1: <laughs> All right. Mine is a little bit different than yours. I did kill the same person, though. Jessica Beale gone. Jessica Alba is the one that I'm marrying. And then marrying? I'm after- she's got, like, eight kids. Hey, what do you want me to do, okay?
0: You Je- saw what Gennaro did. He thought porn chicks were disgusting as one. Yeah. <laughs> You want eight little kids running around? You're going to hate podcasts, too. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Every
1: guy that's been with her is heartbroken once she's gone. She must be great in the sec. Jennifer Lopez is the one I'm effing. Yeah. I like J-Lo. Everybody likes j J-Lo. los okay, right? Yes. All right, here goes another one. Tough one for you, all right?
2: All right, I'm ready. All right, cool. We hey, listen, in. Dave, every day I make tough decisions with the salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who makes the cut and who doesn't? Alan Horton said today that he would see me at the hotel bar and I'd look so sad, and that hurt my feelings. I'm a very energetic, high energy guy, and I'm an alley cat in the bedroom. <laughs> Is that right? It's all right. Tiger. I'm a tiger. I'm a goddamn tiger. Let's go.
1: Arr. I wish he did say that. When I see him next next fall, that's gonna be in my head. All right, here we go. Roar. <laughs> Beyonce, Katy Perry, Kate Hudson.
2: Uh, this is gonna be a fun one because I'm gonna I'm gonna marry and fuck Beyonce and I'm gonna kill the other two. <laughs> Can't stand either one of those two. But we're gonna change it up. We're gonna kill Katy Perry. Do you know what's funny, Dave? I had twenty seven episodes of American Idol on my TV. I could watch two minutes. That Katy Perry, what's with that haircut? What the hell's with that haircut? She looked like a young Jack Kemp. <laughs> and then, Kate Hudson, she looked like Tab Hunter. And, but I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. That tall drink of Beyonce, I like to marry her and consummate the marriage. <laughs> there you go. Beyonce, uh, don't interrupt me. Beyonce squared. What do you hear? What are you hear, you, you little racist? <laughs> what,
1: are you, what are you coming right have to the question yet, you dick? Hey, Jesus. I'm a tiger. <laughs> I heard it the first time. Roar, roar. All right, Kate Hudson's the one I'm killing. Even though she's another one of those man, when guys break up with Kate Hudson and she breaks up with them, they fall apart completely. Well, I don't apart.
3: know why you'd ever be sad. And if I would, I would like to comment on this. Ed, why would you possibly be sad about? Uh, breaking up with Kate Hudson. What, you got listen to her dad, Kurt, all night? No, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Eddie? What? Her dad, her dad is one of the Hudson brothers. They're about as talented as those three assholes that were the GM before I got here. I was one of those three. <laughs> I know. <laughs> tell you one thing. i tell you one thing. But those Hudson brothers, they don't enjoy a bowl of chili. <laughs> they guys, they probably eat tomato soup with grilled cheese, Ed, huh? Not
2: that a bad combination?
3: Eddie, do me a favor.
1: Take a long walk on a short dock. <laughs> All right, I'm killing Kid Hudson. Katy Perry is the one I'm effing, and I'm marrying Beyonce. I'm going to
3: tell you something, Dave. You're not going to be satisfied with that Katy Perry. Because you're gonna be looking down at that haircut, going, "Is this Rowdy Gaines from the 1984 men's Olympic swim Roddy team?"
1: Gaines. What year?
3: 1984. <laughs> Is this Peter
1: Vidmar? Peter Vidmar, that's a great call. Holy shit, that's a great call. Peter Vidmar. Oh UCLA. my god,
3: I have my Dick and Bart
1: Connor. <laughs> That's it, right there. She looks like Bart Connor. You son of a bitch. you ruined it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Bart Connor. <laughs>
3: Dave, ah, I shit. I turned. To- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyone who doesn't know what Bart
1: Connor looks like, you gotta Google that. You nailed it, Dave. I tried to
3: find you entertaining, but the idea that you just pronounced that you'd like to fuck Bart Connor worries me. <laughs> It worries me a little bit about you, fella. I'll tell you what. You thought Gennaro thought your last podcast was disgusting. Wait till he hears you're going to bang Peter Vidmar. You didn't even pick Mitch Gaylord.
1: He was beautiful. He was a beautiful, man. <laughs> you jerk.
0: All right, are we coming back tomorrow? Yeah, we'll come back right. tomorrow. I have down here as long as Dave's kid doesn't sell it for eight no dollars. I have the Jack Daniel's bottle. Isn't that a beautiful bottle? It is. That is. I've had s- more
1: people stop me about that story in the last five days. About Jimmy? Yeah, about how cool that is. About the the seventh master distiller. May, yeah. Had a bottle just for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, to Jeff, Jimmy Bedford Distiller, two thousand seven single barrel. And now here's the other thing. Uh, Dave, I don't know. Your wife likes Merlot, right? Yes. This thing is kind of cool. I don't know how you didn't get one of these. Where were you in two thousand nine? Were you out? No, I was out. I was out in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Is- I don't know anything about wine. I
1: don't either. But I have a. Oh, that's sit- another thing I've never done. I've never opened a bottle of wine in my life. Everyone I, I- has opened a bottle of wine. I've never opened a bottle of wine in my life. Mm. <laughs> have you opened a bottle of wine?
0: I'm trying to think if I is have. that right. I've opened
1: champagne. That doesn't count. It's completely different.
3: Uh, Don't. Hey. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Who taught you that? Huh? Which one of your little buddies, Rowdy Gaines, taught you that? Huh? Oh, sorry. Sorry that I was out with women, and the (laughs) women that I was out with, like J-Lo, we like a nice, ice-cold IPA. And maybe some of that fried mozzarella, Eddie. Oh, don't that taste good with the marinara sauce, Eddie?
2: John. John. That's not healthy. You should enjoy a nice chopped salad.
3: <laughs> you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to chop you in the throat. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> it's so great that Ed's still alive.
3: Watch him flounder around. On the ground like a fish sucking in air you <laughs> I chop you again, you asshole
0: <laughs> you dick Um We have a Chargers fiftieth anniversary limited edition Merlot bottle. Now it's been tucked away in my liquor cabinet, my old one. I, I, I mean, it's a really cool bottle, but I don't know. Is Merlot age well? I have no idea. All wine ages I, well, Well, right?
1: that's not true. Some wine turns into vinegar. I have no idea. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. You might have a really nice bottle of vinegar, but it's worth it just for the bottle. Well, you could use it for cooking. Yeah. I don't know about that either. You, anyway, I'm telling you, at the same time, the bottle is cool. If you are a Charger fan still, remember, this bottle was when they were still the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, so it's pretty 50th cool. I'm anniversary. Look, I'm looking at it right
0: now. It's pretty sweet. All right. So we'll auction that off. And then the Jack Daniels single barrel signed by uh, Jimmy Bedford. Yeah. Fantastic, right? Isn't yep. that badass?
1: It's really cool. Do you have
0: somewhere where you can hide that down here? I don't know. We'll put it in one of these boxes somewhere. All we'll, right. We'll hide it. All right. Remember, just so we know where it is, don't 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 forget which box it's in. Yeah. We'll put it in that one. There you go. All right. right perfect. We'll both of them will remember. All right. Perfect. Um, On Twitter, at Jeff Dotseth. At Dave Palais. I think that's it. Thank yeah. you to everybody who reached out to Yeti. That was a pretty incredible night on Friday night. We appreciate that very much. Uh, yeah, we'll come back tomorrow. I think that's uh, – tomorrow. is tomorrow the first day of the draft? Tomorrow's the first day of the Major League Baseball draft. Yes, it is. Kind of exciting.
1: Yeah, it is we'll, very exciting.
0: We'll uh, we'll figure that out. Do you want to
1: we'll, make a prediction on who they're getting?
0: Um, well, you know, I, I don't follow it that close, okay. but it felt like a lot of people – I, w- I was intrigued, Dave, by the third baseman, okay. power-hitting college third baseman that they said could go number three to the Phillies, and if he doesn't go to the Phillies, that could be the Padres guy. Um, because I you thinking they're going pitching. They always seem to love those pitchers. Well, there's a guy, I think his name is like Libertor. Libertor from Arizona. Yeah, the high, high school, school kid. kid.
1: Yeah, he's outstanding.
0: Yeah, and, and they seem to go that way a lot. I mean, you tell me right now in our final minute... <clears throat> at this point do you feel like you you just keep stockpiling arms
1: yeah I think you can't go wrong I mean here's the deal I know I bring the Dodgers up nobody wants to hear that but the Dodgers have had every pitcher on their starting rotation go on the DL yeah including Urias who hasn't pitched yet the whole year and hopefully will be ready for them later on in the summer but Kershaw twice Rich Hill twice I mean everybody except Alex Wood who got lit up again today the Dodgers have killed. You cannot have enough pitching. And that was a team that was supposed to make a run at the World Series. So if the Padres in, a, in five, six, whatever years it is, makes that run at the World Series, you cannot have enough pitch, especially from the left side. This yeah. Labrador kid is supposed to be outstanding. I watched this great story on him the other day about him and his buddy since they're five years old, hanging out, families, best friends. They're both going in the first round. Wow. Both these kids are going in the first round, and they've been friends since they were five.
0: Um, any San Diego. Oh, real quick. Did you read the Heimlich story? I did not. Okay, that's the kid. From, now, tomorrow, only round one, or how round many rounds?
1: Round one tomorrow, and the, the extra picks at the end of round one.
0: Man, this kid Heimlich is the kid from Oregon State. Yeah. And he's the kid that at 13 admitted um, to molesting his six-year-old niece. And the I, what his claim is now is that they told him if he admitted to doing it, it would keep her from having to go onto the stand, and after five years, his record would be sealed. Some circumstances that happened, so his record did not come up. Kid's been an outstanding pitcher pitcher at Oregon State. But the question is, I mean, he's not expected to go in the first round tomorrow, but does anybody draft him? He was eligible for the draft a year ago, and nobody touched him. Nobody offered him a free agent contract. That to me is—I uh, I mean, I—I I don't know what you do as. will be team. interesting
1: to see what happens on that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, hopefully everybody over there, like we said, by wearing road is safe. And then, uh, this—I—I got to mention this tonight, or we will never mention it. Kudos to everybody who finished the rock and roll marathon. How about that yeah. fucking story that came out that from right here in your backyard, a two hundred pound plus woman from Chula Vista shows up i mean we were laughing about it yeah. but it could have been really bad story was insane like
1: the part that her weight wasn't mentioned
0: yeah, big lady
1: yeah. uh tom butler thought she was big
3: hey i'll tell you what
1: i bet she couldn't dance <laughs> that was Told
3: what the hell do what, do what do you got you don't think she can <laughs> boy you're pretty quick to pass judgment on everybody david you should
0: <laughs> uh should check yourself um uh, So she's down at. I I mean, I want to get back and see the news tonight. But they, SDPD eliminated what could have been a hassle. I think that was right by the finish line. My wife was in that race today, and she's telling me the course, and she goes, yeah, it went right by there. Then I don't know what happens with the guy from SDPD. He goes to draw his weapon. He shoots himself in the foot. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, Barney Fife. But he's going to be okay. i never heard of that story. Is that true? Yeah. Holy shit. And then they said that they thought she had kidnapped a guy from Chula Vista. I was like, God damn, is Dale Downing okay? <laughs> Eddie Amon okay? But uh, now they're not sure that she was part of the kidnapping. She's fine. The officer may want to transfer because no he's going to hear about it Maybe forever. Maybe he's not good at his job. Well, he's STPD. He's shot himself
1: on the fucking foot. I mean, come on. How many times oh, yeah. does he had to draw his weapon?
0: Probably never. Are you, would you rather know him or would you rather know one of these Chula Vista firefighters sitting down there at the Vons all day? I like those guys too. Any yes. first responder is a hero to me.
3: Uh, me too, Jeffrey. Me too. I'll tell you what. The only problem is when I go down, all I need to do and I send fucking Ed over there and I go, Eddie, you got one goddamn job to do. He had one job to do, David, and that was a comeback because it's a little chilly out tonight so for my chili what do we like we like grated cheddar or we like the goddamn baby crackers <laughs> and this son of a bitch comes back every time what'd you have Ed tell Dave what you had
2: he's right next door I, I grabbed some goldfish
3: goldfish crackers who in the fuck puts goldfish crackers <laughs> in chili Ed huh what am I a seven-year-old boy huh She give me one of those little apple sauce things in a plastic you
2: cock. <laughs> Get out of here, Ed. Goldfish are good. Can you a bunch of them. Have you ever had the Smorgasbord? Well, you know what, I have. But not a chili. <laughs> All
1: right, we're done. All right, we're done. We'll be back. We'll be back for another one tomorrow. <laughs> See you guys next time. <laughs>